0: Prime Minister Anthony Albanese addressed the National Press Club in Canberra today. The theme of his speech was Australian security, both here at home and abroad. Quite topical, uh, coming hours after ASIO's boss Mike Burgess revealed his agency was the busiest it had ever been, warning judges, military members and journalists are being targeted by spies seeking out defence secrets. The Prime Minister promised that his government will ensure that defence will have everything it needs to defend Australia and deter aggressors, pointing to the historic AUKUS deal.
1: This will be... The single biggest leap in our defence capability in our history. Yet yeah, AUKUS is about much more than nuclear submarines or even technological interoperability. AUKUS is about the future.
0: Well, Professor Rory Medcalf is the head of the National Security College at the ANU. He was in the room for the PM's speech. Uh, Professor Medcalf, welcome back to the program. Today's speech was pitched as a preview of um, well, an unclassified version of the government's defence review due to be released before the May budget. What did we learn today about this deal?
1: Well, look, to be honest, probably not a lot that we didn't know already. I mean, the speech was obviously useful as a stocktake of where this government is at on the security, broadly speaking. And so, Yes, we heard a little bit about defence. We heard a bit about um, AUKUS and foreshadowing the submarine announcement. We heard, uh, I think, some uh, some key points about uh, how you know, economic resilience and energy security are effectively national security issues, and all that's true. But I don't think there was a lot of detail uh, put out there today that we weren't aware of already. And I think, in a sense, instead, what the Prime Minister is doing, apart from obviously Furnishing his his credentials and that of his government is helping prepare the national conversation, set the scene for some big defense announcements in
0: the weeks ahead. The PM also stressed that Australia would maintain its sovereignty when it came to the decision-making process behind how assets will be used. He was very, very clear about this, but obviously that's not as simple as it sounds.
1: No, I mean there was a um, there was a very specific question put to the PM. Uh, about, for example, you know, the operational decisions that might hypothetically be made one day in the future to, to deploy, uh, let's say, um, an Australian nuclear-powered submarine that's been developed uh, in collaboration with the Americans and the British un- under AUKUS, and the question, of course, being who gets to decide where and how these submarines are used. Now, the PM's answer was a very um, clear, uh, you know, we will re- we will retain our sovereignty at all times kind of answer, and he wasn't specific about meaning that that would automatically mean that an Australian government uh, alone would make those decisions. I interpreted it as being that uh, an Australian government would make those decisions, but it's it's important to know that this remains something of a live issue. Uh, and I think, to be fair to the government, uh, it's hardly the first time we've developed critical defence capabilities in uh, intimate collaboration with our partners and allies. I mean, much the same could have been said about the development of uh, the Joint Strike Fighter, for example. So I think he's he's handled that question well for the time being, but the sovereignty uh, question will nonetheless um, uh, continue to be asked.
0: Interesting to note the PM also backed ASIO after being asked about Mike Burgess's revelations that he was directly pressured by public servants, academics and business entities to, quote, ease up on ASIO's foreign interference and espionage, espionage operations. A pretty interesting claim. Uh, how much of a problem... Is that kind of interference?
1: Oh, look, I I was also at the speech by uh, the ASIO Director-General last night, and and there's some very uh, stark and chilling content in that speech. I strongly recommend that listeners read the thing in its entirety. It's on on the ASIO website. Um, But the claim, not the claim, I shouldn't say, the the statement, uh, the indication by the ASIO chief that foreign interference and espionage in Australia is at an all-time high, higher than during the Cold War, higher even in recent years. And the assertion, or indeed the warning, again, that a number of prominent, important, influential Australians have effectively been trying to lobby the government to say, or lobby ASIO to say, back off, don't do your job. Um, Don't, uh, if you like, uh, surveil or uh, watch or uh, disrupt uh, or warn against interference activity by one or more foreign countries. Uh, I think Mike Burgess was dead right in saying that that's a deeply undemocratic, unpatriotic thing for any Australian to be doing. And of course, the PM backed him up. It would have been astounding to have a prime minister effectively declare a lack of confidence in the judgment of the, uh, the DG of ASIO. Uh, and of course, on this occasion, rightly, the PM has said that Mike Burgess is dead right and that Australians need to think not only about whether or not we're going to ruffle feathers with a foreign country but what are our national interests
0: and values that we're protecting here. While we're talking about Mike Burgess's speech last night uh, he did say that the variety of governments conducting espionage will surprise you end quote. We were talking about this in the office today whether or not that means that Australia is facing uh, threats against smaller actors and sovereign actors beyond Russia and China.
1: Well, uh, the um, Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill last week in a, a speech actually at, at my college at the National Security College at ANU, very clearly named Iran as a country that has been actively interfering uh, and conducting harassment and espionage inside Australia against the diaspora community. And of course, it's not just China and Russia and Iran. There are, I'm sure, and, and Mike Burgess made clear, a range of other countries conducting um, illegal uh, and, uh, if you like, uh, aggressive activity inside Australia on Australian soil. Um, I think the, the heartening part of the message from the ASIO chief was to say, we know this is happening. Uh, we know essentially our counter uh, espionage people, our, our spy catchers are watching and uh, detecting and disrupting and preventing this from happening. So there's also a reassurance to the many Australians of very diverse origins, different diaspora communities, uh, that the Australian government will protect their rights as Australian citizens, no matter where they come from, against the illegal harassment uh, and espionage of foreign powers in this country. But having said that, uh, I think Mike Burgess was careful not to name names of those countries and even effectively warned uh, the media and I guess uh, commentators like me from from speculating too much about that. So I guess we're going to have to wait for a bit more um, evidence to reach the public debate before we can start pointing fingers. But at this stage... Fair to say that the China challenge has not gone away. Um, The Home Affairs Minister was absolutely clear about that last week. Um, There's been plenty of reporting in the past about Russian activity. Iran is perhaps number three on that list, uh, but it's quite clear there are others. And yes, you're right, it was interesting to hear that not all necessarily um, countries we see as our authoritarian adversaries. uh, There could be countries that even in some cases pose as uh, reasonably friendly Perhaps are reasonably friendly, except when it comes
0: to uh, you know some of this activity to perhaps. Um, harass uh, dissidents on Australian soil. It's 14 past 5 RN Drive. Professor Rory Medcalf is the head of the National Security College at the ANU. We're uh, taking apart the Prime Minister Anthony Albanese's National Press Club address uh, today. It sounds like Australians are being targeted from several different angles certainly with respect to Mike Burgess's uh, comments. Uh, in this speech the PM also brought up cyber security, revealing that it, it, he would be holding a round table on this issue. I mean technology keeps evolving... Quickly, so ter- terrifyingly quickly. Is it just a reality that the government will always be on the back foot when it comes to uh, s- cyber security protection for our nation?
1: Well, I, I think you know, I, I wouldn't even put it as front foot or back foot. I think, I think uh, it's clear that our security community is doing what it can, and that in a way, um, getting that high level political attention, the fact that, um, you know, we had the Home Affairs Minister, we've had the PM speaking out about these issues. And of course, you've had the uh, the independence of the ASIO chief speaking out. Uh, we're trying to, if you like, those of us in the security community are trying to inform the public, warn the public about risk awareness. The reality is that boundaries between what is domestic security and what is international security have broken down. Um, you know The boundaries between uh, security and economics have broken down. The boundaries between uh, I guess the, the human and uh, people and technology are breaking down. So we are in this new world and the response to that is not to effectively despair and say well we can't protect ourselves but to really improve risk awareness uh, in the country. And I think that to be fair to um, our agencies, you know, I, I think they're struggling, but so are the agencies of every country in the world, and Australia is actually doing better than most. So I think we're at the start of a more competitive edge, a uh, more competitive era in international affairs, uh, and a more risk-prone era, um, but the government's uh, approach is really to make the nation more prepared bring the public into the conversation, bring the business community into the conversation, uh, build that resilience. And so I think um, on that note, I'd
0: still be um, mildly confident. We'll have to leave it there. Professor Rory Medcalf from the National Security College. Always appreciate your analysis. Good afternoon to you. My pleasure, Andy. Thank you.
1: ABC RN helps you understand the world. Find more of our stories on the ABC Listen app.